This holiday season, don't miss out on your chance to stock up on your favorite supplements during the Black Friday Cyber Monday sale at my online Fullscript Supplement Dispensary, drhoffmanstore.com. November 25th through 29th, five days only, get 10% off and free shipping on my entire inventory of top supplements at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. It's the safest and most convenient way to purchase my curated supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast, free shipping and optional refill reminders via text or email. It's safe, secure, and includes world-class customer service. Reinvest in your wellness goals with savings on supplements. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com for 10% off and free shipping for five days only from November 25th through 29th. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, that's 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com, that's ntfactor.com. You're listening to an encore broadcast, the best of intelligent medicine, with me, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Intelligent Medicine is a program about the best of high-tech medicine and the best of natural therapies with those all together for you each weekend, and you can participate. You can come directly into the doctor's office, uh, even on a weekend when it's hard to reach your primary care practitioner for advice. 877-726-8255. We're here for all and sundry natural therapies, high-tech medications, or your comments on what's going on in the health scene. 877-726-8255. A beautiful weekend, and it's a great opportunity for exercise, especially over the summer. We tend to ramp up our exercise, and I've been doing that in preparation for a triathlon. I've been uh, swimming and biking and running, and so the question comes up, uh, does all that additional exercise make a difference? And that's a controversial proposition. It's one thing to exercise because it feels good, or you have a sense of accomplishment, but uh, is there a threshold beyond which all that extra exercise makes no difference or even can cause harm? And that's a particular concern to me and perhaps uh, to some of you who are active, especially those of you who are in the post-50 generation. Yeah, uh, because uh, active seniors are part of the scene. So uh, let's take a dive on that subject things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, monkeypox. We're going to talk about uh, a study in the New England Journal of Medicine, which suggests that uh, vitamin D supplementation is worthless. We should stop testing and we should stop taking vitamin D. 
that's the conclusion of a widely publicized study, and we'll do a deep dive on that subject in just a few moments. 877-726-8255. Okay, let's get started on the exercise theme. Uh, headline here, walking 7,000 steps a day can cut the risk of heart disease. That sounds like an ambitious proposition, but at a brisk pace, it takes the average person about 70 minutes to complete 7,000 steps. And according to this new study, taking 7,000 steps a day, which is easy to measure because many devices uh, will do that. Uh, now the, uh, uh, the um, Apple Watch will do that uh, along with other fitness devices, uh, the Garmin and so on. And you can document your steps. And some of these devices are pretty economical. You can uh, get them for uh, 100 bucks or so to calculate your daily activities. So the study examined a group of adults between 38 and 50 who took at least 7,000 steps daily. That's about three miles. And that's that's doable. That's doable for most people. And they discovered that these individuals were much less likely to die over the next decade. Check it out. Mortality rates among both white and black participants fell by 63 and 70 percent, respectively, compared to their sedentary peers. Now, you might say um, correlation is not causation, because uh, if you are exceedingly uh, debilitated, uh, you won't be able to do that. And if you're debilitated, you're at higher risk for dying. So uh, this just means that the people who are able to exercise are less likely to die. But there actually have been some uh, intervention studies. Uh, an analysis in Norway uh, discovered that increasing the step count for sedentary individuals reduced death rates among unfit groups by up to 57%. Earlier studies in the U.S. that found that just 4,000 steps a day, that's a couple of miles, reduced mortality by, by around 30%. Uh, so uh, what I say here is that um, when it comes to reducing the risk of heart disease and reducing the risk of dying, which is after all, right? <laughs> most important statistic. Um, exercise is kind of an 80-20 proposition. And by that, I mean 20% uh, of the exercise will get you 80% of the benefit. But according to a new study, and this is a reassuring study for me because, you know, <laughs> what's the point of all that extra, extra exercise and exertion unless you like it? And I do like it. I, I get a sense of accomplishment. I feel it's a stress buster. Uh, I feel fit and relaxed after exercising. I sleep better. Uh, it um, it turns out that um, exceeding those standard exercise guidelines boosts survival. So the bottom line is that Americans are advised, advised to do a minimum of 150 to 300 minutes a week of moderate exercise or 70 to 150 minutes a week of vigorous exercise. And I would fit into the latter category by a factor of maybe five because during the average week, I might exercise 12, 15 uh, hours uh, or more uh, at a high level of intensity by swimming, biking, running, or sometimes doing some uh, resistance exercise in the gym. So the big study, uh, results from more than 100,000 U.S. adults followed for 30 years. That's a great study because you don't want to, you know, well, you're not going to see much if you follow people for two, three, four years. Um, adults are reported completing four times the minimum recommended activity levels. Remember, that's 
uh, 150 to 300 minutes a week of moderate exercise or 75 to 150 minutes a week of vigorous exercise. They, these folks completed four times the minimum recommended activity levels. Um, they found that um, there was indeed uh, a benefit. Uh, what they found is that uh, uh, those fitting in two to four times the recommended minimum had a 28 to 38% lower risk for cardiovascular disease mortality, that heart, heart attacks, strokes, uh, and a 26 to 31% lower risk for all-cause mortality. With a caveat, the mortality benefit appeared to plateau with 600 uh, minutes per week of moderate physical exercise that showed uh, that there was no additional benefit. Now, as to harm, uh, some studies have suggested that long-term high-intensity exercise, like marathons, triathlons, which I do, and long-distance cycling, um, which I do, but, you know, I'm not, you know, doing centuries, which is like 100-mile, you know, Tour de France-type efforts, may be associated with an increased risk of atrial fibrillation or coronary artery calcification and sudden cardiac death. But there's a problem with these studies because these studies uh, don't look at people necessarily who exercise sensibly. Uh, they, according to an analysis, they capture a mix of people who chronically exercise at high levels and then those who do it sporadically, like weekend warriors, which possibly could be harmful. So in this study, they looked at consistent long-term activity and saw that there was no harm. In fact, there was a benefit. So uh, this study uh, should be reassuring to those of you who endeavor to stay fit at a higher level. But remember, uh, any level of physical activity, whatever your triathlon is, you know, whether it's, you know, walking the dog for a mile or two at a leisurely pace, there are distinct benefits. And you get most of the benefits with moderate exercise. You want to take it up a little, take it up a notch, fine. You will get additional benefits, but you don't have to uh, be uh, a master's athlete uh, doing all kinds of incredible feats of endurance uh, to achieve most of the benefits. It's an 80-20 proposition. 20% of the exertion will get you 80% of the benefits, and then you want that additional 20%, go for it. 877-726-8255, our number. We invite your phone calls. We want you to participate in today's show. Call us with questions or comments. This is Intelligent Medicine. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. 
If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain function, heart health, and full body performance. But you'd have to eat five or more ordinary bars a day to get those benefits. Flava Naturals chocolate, cocoa powder, and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of a typical dark chocolate bar. I use it every day. For more information and order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Fish oil provides the vital omega-3s, EPA, and DHA that support your cardiovascular, brain, nerve, vision, immune system, joint, and skin health, as well as your inflammatory balance. My preferred fish oil brand is Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions, including a nutrient-dense vegan option. I use Vital Nutrients myself and recommend it to my patients. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co for the Vital Nutrients line of ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255, our number, that number available to you 24-7, and you can record a question, but uh, we have a live caller right now. His name is Scott. How you doing? Hi. Hi, doctor. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm nervous now. Uh, I wonder don't worry. We're, just, we're you... just having a conversation, just you and me, so <laughs> don't worry about it. It's like... It's very, you know, nobody listens to this program. You know, we have zero audience, so no sweat. It's just you and me talking on the phone. I've been listening to you for so many years when, uh, so many, many years. Uh, That's great to hear. The the question is, you know, there's like, even listening to your shows, statins. Some Mm -hmm. people, you should never take a statin. And maybe you have some other opinion. My, uh, My situation is, my cholesterol is always been on that borderline high, uh, mm-hmm. 200, let's just say, with uh, maybe a good ratio. I don't know exact numbers. But now, two years ago, I got one of those CT uh, cardiac scans, and yep. I had a high calcium score in two arteries, like 300 and 300, so combined mm-hmm. 700. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that time, they wanted to do like a, a, a cath, but I said, nah, forget about it. I'm not really having any symptoms or anything, and my mm-hmm. regular doctor agreed. Yeah, I think that that's actually, excuse me, that's actually a judicious decision, Scott, because the problem with, uh, you know, having, uh, tests like that is that, yeah, the test may reveal, you know, some, a little narrowing or something like that. And before you know it, uh, often they put in a stent, you know, because when you sign the consent form, when you get that done, uh, you know, you might wake up and say, oh, well, we fixed it all up for you. Well, something that you didn't need fixed. And studies show that stents, uh, only prevent uh, death in people who actually have active heart disease. They have, uh, you know, really uh, severe shortness of breath, you know, limited walking ability before they have chest pain, what's called angina. So uh, it really is kind of unproven that, that these uh, stents uh, prevent anything. So anyway, that was a judicial decision. I agree with your doctor. So, so now, right now, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that I am having symptoms of some angina. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I went. So meaning, uh, I'm thinking it, but now it's just like, hey, you know, of course they prescribed me uh, statin, my doctor, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they have me saying, listen, stop messing around. Let's go and look to see if you have a blockage, you know, an angiogram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm saying. And you know, I'll probably I'm, now two years later. I think I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna schedule it. And you know, they're not gonna do it. I, I'm I'm gonna end up with a stent. But mm-hmm. 
That's my opinion. But like statins, should I be taking the statin just knowing what I was prescribed? It? You know, I mean, so let me let me weigh in on this. Uh, look, I'm not in ultra really opposed to statins. I just think that they're applied uh, too frequently to cases where people simply have high cholesterol, but they have no plaque. So I have in front of me an article. It's a classic article entitled Lack of an Association or an Inverse Association between low-density lipoprotein cholesterol and mortality in the elderly. And unfortunately, what they define as elderly is over 60, and I presume you are likely to be over 60. Uh, merely because you had high, yeah, merely because you had high cholesterol is not a reason to be on a statin. But it's been demonstrated now that you have some degree of plaque, and that could be dangerous. And so well, you're having some symptoms that could be heartburn, it could be anxiety, you know, we don't know, deconditioning because you're breathless when you exercise, but it could also be a heart-related problem. So in this case, uh, an angiogram uh, is warranted and you plan to get one. Uh, statins can help people who are at high risk and you may be at high risk given your plaque score and the forthcoming results of the angiogram. And we don't know what the symptoms you're experiencing represent, but they may represent some compromise of your circulation of the heart. And so statins could play a role here. But uh, where I depart from the consensus is simply to give everyone with high cholesterol uh, statin drugs to lower them because uh, studies suggest, and, and this freaks out some of my patients, they have very high cholesterol, but we discover they have no plaque. So there's no point in going on a statin drug, and I, I argue against it. But in your case, I'm leaning towards saying, go for it. But when you do... You know, I was, I was, I read, you know, I read all of the, the articles, and I thought that maybe that's what you thought, but hey, I tried that call, and I got yeah. on. Thank yeah. you very much. So you're, I, I, I'm sort of like uh, the say it ain't so doc, you know, for a lot of people, or the, the Supreme Court, the court of uh, last appeal. Uh, when people don't want to go on medication and sometimes have to say, hey, you know, uh, sorry, but I can't get you off the hook because, indeed, there's a rationale for you to do something. All right. Uh, speaking of things that uh, help the cardiovascular system, uh, cocoflavanols have been shown to reduce blood pressure and arterial stiffness in a real-life study. This is uh, yet another study because we talked about the Cosmos study recently that showed that um, – cocoflavanols, uh, the active ingredient in pure cocoa, uh, can help brain function and can also help uh, cardiovascular circulation. Uh, this is the first study of its kind in which researchers set out to investigate the use of flavanols, a compound found in cocoa, in lowering blood pressure and arterial stiffness. So this, this is not you know, uh, brain disease. This is not heart disease. This is about blood pressure. And what they found is that the cocoflavanols indeed help to lower blood pressure and reduce the stiffness of the arteries. And that's what you, when they talk about hardening the arteries, that's what they're talking about. Your arteries become stiff, less compliant, and cocoflavanols can help. In a moment, we'll tell you how you can get a hold of them. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine.
This holiday season, don't miss out on your chance to stock up on your favorite supplements during the Black Friday Cyber Monday sale at my online full script supplement dispensary, drhoffmanstore.com. November 25th through 29th, five days only, get 10% off and free shipping on my entire inventory of top supplements at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. It's the safest and most convenient way to purchase my curated supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast, free shipping and optional refill reminders via text or email. It's safe, secure, and includes world-class customer service. Reinvest in your wellness goals with savings on supplements. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com for 10% off and free shipping for five days only from November 25th through 29th. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. This holiday season, the turkey isn't the only thing that gets stuffed. <laughs> Everyone knows when we eat too much, gas and bloating are likely to follow. Even more trouble ensues when we combine too many rich foods high in fat and sugar. An antacid may bring a moment of relief, but there is a smarter idea. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics. Taken daily, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics provide optimum digestive support with enough of the good probiotic bacteria to help us digest rich holiday foods. And for sudden upper digestive distress, chew a capsule or two. The enzymes and postbiotic metabolites only found in Dr. O'Hara's probiotics as a result of the three-year fermentation process will help you feel better and improve your overall digestive health. This holiday season, discover the Dr. O'Hara difference for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at Sprouts, Vitamin Shop, Whole Foods, and natural health retailers nationwide. Also available online. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here just talking about uh, the benefits of uh, high flavanol cocoa when it comes to cardiovascular disease, brain disease, and now a new study suggesting that it can help high blood pressure. So does that mean, you know, eat uh, uh, high test chocolate ice cream with impunity or go out and snarf a bunch of Mars bars or Snickers. Well, uh, that's not going to work because you really need uh, a product that delivers high flavanol cocoa uh, in an absorbable bioavailable form. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But 877-726-8255, got a call from Camella. Is that the correct pronunciation of your name, Camella, or is it Carmella? It's uh, Camille. Oh, Camille, Camille. Okay. <laughs> yes, I was going to say, is that me? <laughs> no, um, this is, a, a, I, uh, I had a um, um, bone density test, and mm-hmm. my uh, spine is a T-score of minus 3.8. The, okay. the neck and That's the bad. other is That's a, a minus yeah. a two and a minus 2.2. Okay. So, okay. But, excuse me, hold on for a second. So, what that says is that your spine is highly vulnerable to fracture. That's yeah, a pretty and I bad had a score. recently. Ah, bingo. So, you know, we, we don't even have to prognosticate. You've actually demonstrated that you're high risk. So, you had a spinal compression fracture. Yes. Painful. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I mean, it's better now. But the thing is, they want me to, to go on to, you know, medications. I don't want to take the medications because they have so many side effects. 
Mm-hmm. So my you know, my question to you is: Could I do something else? Um, now I did. I have been taking you know calcium, all the regular kind of things for quite mm-hmm. a while, and mm-hmm. I also had taken um, what do you call it? Um, uh, uh, I've forgotten the name of that other one. But, um, you know, and so so that he, my spine hadn't been too bad until mm-hmm. this last time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I did have breast cancer nineteen years ago. Mm-hmm. Did you take so, chemo? No, nothing. I, I had breast I had breast cancer, and okay. then I did nothing so, else. So, so the question has to do. I think you're you're leading to a question about estrogen. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you think estrogen might be a good, so, you know, an, another something else that I could right. take? Okay. So, so let me address that. Um, you've already had a spinal fracture. Uh, that's predictive of subsequent additional spinal fractures. Your score in the spine is very poor. And I'm going to begin to sound like a shill for the pharmaceutical industry because they just told the previous caller that he probably should go ahead and take a statin. And I'm going to tell you that you should take one of those potent anti-osteoporosis medications. Usually they're injectable, either prolia uh, or uh, something that uh, is a bisphosphonate, an injectable bisphosphonate. Because uh, you're at high risk for fracture. Now, estrogen, well, first of all, it's somewhat contraindicated because you had breast cancer, although years after a, a mild brush with breast cancer, it's less likely that the estrogen is going to trigger another breast cancer. But estrogen is not that potent at reversing bone loss. What it'll do is it'll slow bone loss. So a lot of women starting uh, estrogen maybe in their 50s, they can slow their progression towards osteoporosis. But once you have, you know, severe bone loss, just taking estrogen alone isn't going to repair your bone. So I, if I were you, if I were your doctor, and in a sense I'm taking that role here on this phone call, uh, I would recommend that you um, take something like Reclast or Prolia which are strong bone builders. And yes, they, they have potential side effects, but yeah, it's a risk-benefit equation. You're at high risk for fracture. I wouldn't take them if it was you know a little minor bone loss, a little osteopenia. Don't take these powerful medications with potential side effects for no good reason. But you got a lot of bone loss, and you might be at risk for, you know, you end up looking like the hunchback of Notre Dame if you have mm-hmm. multiple spinal compression fractures. And that, that's no picnic going forward in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think one of the best ones to take, or the ones with the least side effects, would be the reclast? Well, you know, they all have side effects, and I would leave it to your uh, endocrinologist to decide. It's mostly endocrinologists or uh, gynecologists who administer these medications, bone uh-huh. specialists. But, you know, uh, see what they have to say for your particular uh-huh. type of problem. Okay. okay? Yeah, all right, thank you very much. Well, thank you very much for calling. And, uh, yeah, look, I understand your reluctance to take these medications, but, you know, I don't want this program to be about uh, aversion to high-tech medicine under all circumstances. I think we should take a very reserved approach to taking powerful drugs, you know, powerful antidepressants, uh, unnecessary cholesterol-lowering medications, uh, taking osteoporosis drugs at the drop of the hat, uh, you know, for minor bone uh, loss. But, you know, in this case, um, you know, I don't want programs like mine to dissuade people from uh, finding a proper solution to a serious problem. That's the message. 877-726-8255, our number I promised to talk to you about uh, a bioavailable form of all those cocoa flavanols 
And yes, they're beneficial for heart, brain, for athletic endeavor. Uh, I, I you know, take a little bit before this program and I don't know, maybe, do I sound smarter? <laughs> I think, uh, that, uh, they definitely can be performance enhancing. Chocolate, of course, is a functional food. And if chocolate is your weakness, well, uh, you got a double whammy because enjoyable taste and health benefits can be yours. I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of those healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. And I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols, as I've been saying, on heart and brain function. It's a recent Harvard study, the Cosmo study, showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies. So you get fat. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Cocoa Powder and Beverages. I take the cocoa powder. Uh, delivers five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. Result is decadent dark chocolate, the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. For more information, luscious recipes and orders, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flava, F-L-A-V, naturals.com. Get 20% off with coupon code Hoffman at checkout at flavanaturals.com. All right, 877-726-8255. I like these calls coming in. Keep them coming. And uh, let's talk monkeypox. Uh, monkeypox, you know, the World Health Organization wants to declare an emergency because we may be on the cusp of an epidemic of dreaded monkeypox. There's all kinds of debates about uh, whether we should call it the monkeypox. Uh, they want to change the name because they think it's prejudicial to certain groups like monkeys or i don't know maybe they're talking about africans but uh, yes it did originate in africa but guess what they're monkeys in south america <laughs> they're monkeys in asia uh monkeys all over the world so why not call it monkeypox um it turns out that uh, you know, so a lot of people are really concerned like oh my goodness we just got through covid and then we had uh you know the murder hornets and now we've got uh, Shark Week, and the latest is monkeypox. So I'm, I'm reading here an advisory from the New York City Department of Health, and it tells you the, about the criteria to be eligible to get vaccinated because the vaccines are in short supply. They're being rationed, and you have to meet the following criteria to be eligible to be vaccinated. You have to be a gay, bisexual, or other man who has sex with men and or are transgender, gender non-conforming, or gender non-binary. You have to be age 18 or older, and you have to have had multiple or anonymous sex partners in the last 14 days. You have to meet all of those criteria. So for the vast majority of people listening, uh, you know, you don't meet these criteria and you can be gay or you can be bisexual, but you can also be somewhat circumspect about your sexual encounters because 
Here it says you have to have had multiple or anonymous sex partners in the last 14 days. There's an advisory for men who have sex with men. They should reduce their number of sexual partners. That could be a way of reducing their risk of exposure to monkeypox. I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, when it comes to COVID, I mean, you had to go to work, you had to go to the market. There's certain things you had to do. You had to be with other people, but you didn't have to have sex with other people uh, multiple times or anonymously. There is a way of preventing it. So then there's the concern about prisons where a lot of illicit sex happens. And uh, but here's another concern. Uh, a lot of people are concerned, like, you know, basic question. Can I catch it from a toilet seat? Really? You know, like if uh, say I'm at a ball game or I'm in a restaurant, I have to go to the bathroom and I sit down on the toilet seat. Can I can I catch it? It's a good question. So there's a study out of Germany where they had some of the first monkeypox cases. This comes to us from a study in June. What they found is that surfaces in hospital rooms where monkeypox patients were treated did show positive PCR tests for viral DNA. So the concern is, you know, things, surfaces that the individual with the monkeypox touched uh, or their clothing or their towels, uh, that could be, right, you know, that could transmit it. But here's what they say. As DNA is an environmentally stable molecule, in other words, it sticks around, detection of viral DNA by PCR cannot be equated with infectious virus. Our findings do not prove that infection can occur from contact with these surfaces. So even if the surfaces have the viral DNA, they don't know. No secondary case in the context of clinical care of the patients in our study has been observed so far. So there's not been a, no documented cases of people, you know, who are uh, uh, not uh, having uh, frequent anonymous uh, sex, sex workers, uh, people who are in monogamous relationships or not having frequent sex, uh, having caught it from like an inanimate object. They're, they just don't have any studies that suggest that. They, it's possible. So the implication for some of you is they maybe put some paper down on the toilet seat. You know, maybe that's a suitable precaution, but it's not necessarily uh, de rigueur to do that. Uh, they say regular disinfection and frequent hand and skin uh, areas, uh, in addition to regular room cleaning and surface disinfection using products with at least virucidal activity against uh, envelope viruses can reduce infectious virus on surfaces. So, yeah, I mean, if you're caring for somebody who has monkeypox, you know, wash your hands, clean the surfaces, uh, wash their towels and their clothes carefully, uh, use gloves. Okay, get it. But uh, there's no evidence necessarily that uh, inanimate objects or surfaces can transmit it. So I got to say, um, this is going to be an issue. And you know, one reason it's such a big issue is because it affects a marginalized group, which is uh, the gay and bisexual population. And it's kind of shades of HIV as there was a big uproar because uh, it was felt that research on a cure for HIV, which which ultimately we come up with mostly good control measures uh, was politicized. And this too is politicized. And they got to show that they're paying attention to this for political reasons. But when it comes to the population at large, they have very, very little risk. The average person 
this is not affecting. And it's not transmitted in a respiratory fashion like COVID, which is the good news. Requires close contact and frequent uh, exposure. 877-726-8255, our number. And this is Intelligent Medicine. New look, same trusted formulas. As part of Wakanaga of America's 50th anniversary, their flagship product, Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract, has a new look. The new packaging clearly communicates each formula's unique characteristics and benefits at a glance. The added QR code allows consumers to scan for more info. Aged Garlic Extract has been shown to support optimal cardiovascular health, including blood pressure and cholesterol, immune function, and more. It is organically grown, and AGE is the most researched garlic supplement on the market, with over 900 scientific papers from prestigious universities and research institutes around the world. There is also a new, vegan-friendly version of Kyolic's original cardiovascular formula. Visit Kyolic.com for more information about Kyolic's quality supplements to support your healthy lifestyle. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Kyolic aged garlic extract supplements are available at natural health retailers nationwide and online. Our lifespan is increasing, but what about our health span, the portion of our lives in which we're healthy? Extend your health span with SRW, Science Research Wellness. SRW is a nutraceutical company that curates the latest science and research to formulate supplements designed to support the structure, function, and processes within our cells that change with age. SRW's cell range line, cell 1, cell 2, and cell 3, constitute the complete cellular system range which supports the nine areas of the cell to change with age, the nine hallmarks of aging. SRW's carefully selected cutting-edge ingredients and formulations support the aging process in a way that previous generations have not had access to. Learn more about the science behind SRW, the nine hallmarks of aging, and how you can find out your biological age by going to srw.co. That's srw.co. SRW, the science of aging well. srw.co. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. Do you eat a lot of uh, ultra-processed foods? Well, they are uh, increasingly larger and larger percentages of our diets. And according to a recent study, comfort food leads to more weight gain during stress. Duh! Uh, that's based on findings in the journal Cell Metabolism. Uh, I'm not sure whether they had to do a sophisticated study, but uh, what they found is that uh, during periods of stress, uh, animals that are subject to stress gravitate towards uh, junk food, the animal equivalent of junk food, and gain more weight. So, yeah, uh, stress is a reason that people gravitate towards junk. And there's a new study that suggests that dementia risk climbs with intake of ultra-processed foods. Now, this is interesting because uh, we just, uh, and I've written about this uh, in a new article for our newsletter coming out next week about the crash and burn of one of our popular theories about Alzheimer's. We're questing for a magic bullet drug that will, <clears throat> excuse me, that will reverse Alzheimer's disease. But the problem is that uh, a lot of the research on which this is based turns out based on a fraudulent study in 2006. So they went down the rabbit hole on plaque-busting drugs 
that don't work based on a study that a whistleblower is now revealed was was fraudulent. So diet and lifestyle uh, are increasingly important as a way of preventing dementia. And this new study, big study, 72,000 people, dementia risk rose as consumption of ultra-processed foods increased. And what are they talking about here? Ultra-processed foods, which are high in added sugar, fat, and salt, and low in protein and fiber, include soft drinks, salty and sugary snacks, like, you know, we're talking chips, ice cream, uh, hot dogs, deep-fried chicken, yogurt, which is, you know, healthy, plain yogurt, fine, but yogurt is often sweetened, uh, canned baked beans and tomatoes, ketchup, mayonnaise, and packaged guacamole and hummus, uh, all with uh, additives. Uh, these foods contain food additives or molecules from packaging or produced during heating, all of which have been shown in other studies to have negative effects on thinking and memory skills. So uh, what they found is that an increase of 10% in ultra-processed foods raised the risk of all-cause dementia by 25%. Vascular dementia, which is related to strokes and TIAs, by 28%, and Alzheimer's disease by 14%. And the good news is that replacing 20% of ultra-processed food with an equivalent proportion of unprocessed or minimally processed food led to a 34% lower risk of dementia and a 39% lower risk of vascular dementia. So that that's quite fascinating because what are we talking about here? We're talking about very expensive, potentially hazardous drugs. Uh, and uh, when it, if a drug had this kind of track record, 20%, uh, reduction uh, of, uh, I'm sorry, 34% lower risk of dementia, 39% lower risk of vascular dementia. That would be a blockbuster drug. But here we're talking about diet. And finally, fast food diet before pregnancy can impact breast milk and baby's health. So even if women don't gain a lot of weight, they did some research and they found that even a short-term high-fat, high-sugar diet uh, impacted the survival of mice pups in the early period after birth when um, mom consumed a junk food diet or the rodent equivalent of a junk food diet. So ultra important for the offspring, for their survival, for their health and well-being, uh, even a short bout of uh, junk food intake. And think of you know a lot of impoverished individuals who buy cheap, uh, poor quality food, fast food, the impact on their offspring, it's gonna be really heavy toll.